Uh, Why did you do that? I was stupid. I did a lot of stupid things as a kid. One time I was trying to impress this girl and like date her. So I wrote her a love letter, tied it to a brick and threw it through her window. I don't know why. I just, I don't know. I was eight years old. I just thought it was a good idea. Justin Let's was with me. Get your weekly dose of R&R, This is your boy, Dope Boy. This is Head on Stage. <laughs> and this is another installment of Started Off to the Front. Righteous and wretched, and your head is too big, and please don't crack. Ah! Oh, now I gotta get a new laptop. What's going Before on? Before we start, Patreon update. Thank, uh -oh. thank the Patreon. Starting today, Dope Boy. Okay. I will be able to pay actors and actresses for their time that they appear on Kevin on Stage Studios content, Unpopular Opinion, Game Night, uh, things like that. Uh, they will be able to be paid thanks to the new patrons and the olds who've been there from the beginning. We have reached our first milestone, which is pay people to be able to appear in the stuff. And I appreciate that so much. I'm super thankful about that. And Doe, you also need to listen to this episode of The Love Hour that comes out on Thursday. If you never listen to The Love Hour ever in your life, okay. promise me this. You will sit down, focus, and listen to every word said on the Love Hour this week. It might be one of my favorite episodes ever. Is it, okay. is it one of the is it one of the the men talk ones? Yes, it's on imposter syndrome. Just me and Steve on, uh, uh, Steve on the therapist. So please check that out. All right, it. let's okay. get to the stuff that we want. Okay, and but but before we go, like you said, shout out to the the Patreons, the right pack. Like you said, that we're giving them a ton of new content that they can get nowhere else. We got series like Slept On, Joshy God's Tape, um, Spoiler Alert with me and Kev, a bunch of other different things you can join for as low as five dollars a month. Bonus episode of Righteous and Ratchet, two episodes a um, uh, two episodes a week if you're a patron. Yes, for a month, double your trouble, double your month. For the hot five, and we don't do those things where we different tiers and stuff. You pay the five, like listen, we just want everybody. Well, we do do the tiers. If you have more well, than five, and if you got more than five, but hey, we just gonna make sure y'all all get flooded with content. KevonStageStudios.com. Let's get into it. Insecure is man. Back. Now, mind you, I had been a huge fan of the show, and um, I hadn't really caught it because I think I'm getting. Um, I'm getting accustomed to just being able to binge watch stuff and I don't like week to week anymore. But I know that you talked to me, you hit me up and said, yo, no, we got to talk about it. So I caught up on all four episodes. What are your thoughts on this it season? Sure is one of the best, well-written, most authentic shows out. I love that it's not so like, it didn't do what Empire did, no disrespect to Empire, a little disrespect to Empire. <laughs> so just like, ridiculous that it wasn't based in reality for a while anymore and insecure is like super authentic and the reason i wanted to talk about it because this, this last episode was like the poignant thing of like adult friendships are hard they are they are i, I really realized i realized that watching that i was like i understand this <laughs> it is tough like i was uh telling melissa we basically almost have a whole new set of friends over the last seven years uh we still have our old friends but all of our adult friends in washington when we moved those relationships changed and it was like dang bro like 
you don't realize that some relationships just wither away. Some group chats that you had were like flames. They used to be and lit. Then, and then they used to be lit. I used to work at All Dev with you and Meg and Pat and Josh. Oh, yeah, we did used to have. And then did. I quit and, and then it's gone. And what's hard is like, as your life evolves, your relationships with everyone changes. Like relationships are always changing. Even though me and my wife are still married, our relationship changes and takes different shapes and all dynamics and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. But I had never really thought of like how my adult friendships have, have changed, you know? So. Mm -hmm. No, I definitely, I definitely seen a lot of myself in, in their, in their characters. Cause I think that when you're growing and you have friends and they like kind of can help you get through things, your friends get tired of you too. And they get tired of you repeating the same mistake over and over. So I totally understood that. I was just like, that's that's it. Why are you looking at me like that? You, you look, I thought it was something personal to me. I'm like, what I do? No, I don't here. get tired of you. <laughs> I think you do. I think you do. I, I've been feeling like that, but that's okay. I I, I have. I, I think I'm an acquired taste. Like you know what I mean. Like everybody ain't gonna get it. But no, I think that with them. Wait, what though, do you mean you're feeling like like that? Let's delve into that. No, I feel like I get. I feel like I'm a lot to handle for anybody. So not just you in particular. I don't feel like you, but I know that my personality comes with a lot. I get on my own nerves. I've told myself to shut up. So I get it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I'm not unaware of who I am or whatever. If table. you were on the Patreon right before this, me and Doughboy were low-key arguing because he's like, why you ain't read the docket? I sent it over. Me and Doughboy have talked about the docket, which is a list of things we talk about each episode. He sends it in the morning, the day of the shoot, and asks me why I haven't read it when I've been shooting for three hours. I said, well, hey, yo, send it the day before so I have time to go over. Oh, I'm going to send it in the middle of the night when you're asleep. Or at night. When did you? When did, I'm going to check when you sent it this morning. Okay, I, sent it, I sent it this morning because I had to stay up late to watch the what's I'm gonna call it. You know what I mean? And plus, it's, it's not like you really got to go through and just, it's all oh, this, this, uh, most of the things you know, so... But I get it. But we be arguing. We friends. Friends are supposed to argue. But I, I just don't say believe at ten forty one. I don't think you can get in. I don't think you can have a real friendship with someone that you have not gotten into an argument with. Right. Because Absolutely. if you haven't gotten into an argument, if you don't get into arguments from time to time, then one of you, if not both of you, are not uh, being honest and so being truthful. You can't possibly get in a close relationship and not get into arguments. It's just impossible. So when we fuss, it's like, oh, man, shut up. Yeah, it's just, yeah, it's just, I mean, I, I look at you more now like a brother. Like, you just get on my, you get on my nerves too. It's, it's, it's just life. Oh, man, listen, when I tell you, I almost, threw my, I almost threw my phone last night. I was like, you know what? Do whatever you want to do. Like, I, I I was officially mad last night. Oh, I, I was mad. Talking? I ain't going to hold you. I'll, I'll tell I that. knew you were. I don't, I will read the exact text message in, in front of these people. You don't want it, no, Read the exact text message. Okay, you want to do this? You want to do this? You want to do this? Listen to, now mind you, mind you, we are all in our own ways trying to lose weight, not come out looking like the Michelin man after the quarantine. I get it. So me and Kev, we all be pushing each other. We have a group chat. Me and, that's side note, we got we to gotta streamline our communication, because me and you have the Ke Kevo Stage Studios chat, real comedians, me and you, then you sent one to me and Tony, it was just crazy. Me and Tony, you and Tony was just specifically for this time. Now let me set the stage while he pulls up You set the stage. Tony been intermittent fasting. He like, yo, Doughboy's like, Kev, I mean, yo, Doughboy was like, I'm gonna try it, Kev, join me. 
And I was like, I don't know, man. I don't really be liking to do that. And they're like, you hate me. me. (laughs) So like two days ago, I was like, all right, man, I'm going to give it a try, right? So that's the stage set for it. Read the text message. Okay. So now, mind you, he sends this text to me and Tony. So it wasn't in the group where the conversation started. He sends it to us. So I would assume he would want to hear what I had to say. This is what he says. What do you suggest I do, Tony Baker, when it's 7 p.m.? and dinner hasn't been cooked. And if I eat my own dinner without my family, my wife will be irate. What do you suggest? This is literally what I said. First, I sent him a thing of me starting my fast. And I said, I suggest that you tell my favorite sister in the world that you got goals and that are gonna take sacrifices. You got a bum shoulder and you can't throw the weights around. You're stuck in the house and everyone else in that house has no issues eating the food that they want with the food that they eat having a negative effect on their weight. Tell them you will watch a movie with them after they are done eating, but this is something that means a lot to you. And you promise your good friend Doughboy you would do it with him and he already started. Or eat with them and start your fast a little bit after you're done, maybe a little bit later, blah, 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 blah. But these are two very clear-cut decisions that'll get you out of there. I support you. I believe in you, Kevin. You are bigger than the voice in your head that's doubting you right now. Let's go, Fred. This dude responds, you are out of your mind in regards to that first option. I'm like, okay. So I'm like, okay. All right. Now listen, a little context because we're working through this, right? And this is exactly what happened to Insecure. This is why I wanted to talk about this. Uh, for context for you, in my relationship with Melissa, I have tried every diet thing ever. I used to just, when I was on it, I would be like, uh, it, I would fill the refrigerator with stuff for me. I wouldn't be buying stuff for other people. You know what I'm saying? So in context, I know that if I start another thing, that affects the whole family, and I quit another thing, it's gonna be like, here he go again, wanting us to eat earlier. And if I tell Melissa to cook earlier, that's why I didn't send in the whole group, because she'd be in there like, I ain't really <laughs> I'm not even really telling you to cook at all. Like, I got no problem. If you don't wanna cook, I'll make my own thing. So that's context for you now that we're on the other side of it. Okay. So and then, I did ask Tony, but Tony was shooting live. Tony was shooting. Care. So now he's only got me. So now I hear him say, you're crazy for that opinion. I can't say that. So I say, Nah, I just don't want to keep failing at something I know I can beat. Weight loss is hard. Not everyone understands that. I ain't meaning no way towards your fan, but I get it. I know how hard it is. I I also know how strong I am, how strong my mind is, but maybe you're right. Maybe I'm out of my mind. Do what you want, Kev. I got your back. Whatever you decide to do, champ. This Nico responds with, I'm talking about me. And then he says, never mind. I was just like, okay. Here's why. We're not, the first thing I gave you, I was like, you know what? He ain't gonna understand that whole thing with Melissa. I'm not even gonna explain that whole thing. But then when you said, I just don't wanna keep feeling at something, I feel like I get it. I'm, I, no, I, I, no, no, I, no, 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 wait, I think I know the problem. You were you read saying my what text. I should have said. You read my text out of context. I wasn't saying it like how you read it. I was saying it like, bro, I get it. I know how hard this is, but I also know I'm strong. This is me trying to motivate you. No, like, never I was... And then when you just said, never mind, I basically was like, man, do whatever you want, I don't care. <laughs> you said, and I'm gonna tell you this, and here's the other thing that happens in relationship and friendships mm-hmm. is things happen in context. In our group, when something is about someone else, you be finding a way to make it about you. So when I, I asked her, oh, okay. I, and you're like, that. this is how I do, and I can't keep feeling like, nigga, ain't no. Ah, see, now but you got me to see, 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 see
I get it. But I you know didn't say that. You said I can't keep failing at something I don't know how to beat. Ain't nobody ask you about your problem. Right. So now I, I see right. in Tony what I should do, and you jumping in saying what you should do. Because I know Tony would be like, Kev, here's what you do. Shut up, you little grummy punk. You eat mm -hmm. this food or you stop crying about it. And that's what I was saying. When I asked you what I should do, and you turned it around and said, here's how I feel. I can't keep feeling. I was like, nigga, don't nobody well, always hear about right. you. Right. Always me, you. Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. What about Jan? Let me tell you, though. In that moment, I was like saying it like, bro, I'm standing in this with you. Like, I'm here with you together. Like, you're not by yourself. I, too, got to stop eating. This is difficult for me. Ain't nobody's too. trying to hear about you in that moment. I want to know what Kevin. Well, that, and I understand that, but but then, but like you said, it's just one of those things to where that's just what happens. I mean, now that I, I mean, I wasn't mad like that about it. I was just like, man, whatever. I don't care. Like I literally just threw my phone. Like, nah, man, you whatever. Said F you, Kev. I, I, nah, I you said so, F that nigga. Nah, I was just like, whatever. Because when it gets to that point, it's like I don't want to. You know what I mean? And I know I can be a lot. I'll be working out, sweating. Everybody don't want to hear that but I know how hard it is. So that I was just trying to empathize with you. Like, I know how hard it is to live in the house with somebody that can eat whatever they want and have no consequences. Me and Tony had to have that conversation because she would just be like, eat broccoli. I'm like, you eat pizza. Like, it's hard. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just, it's really one of those things that I'm just learning how to figure out, but it's just a skill like anything else, Kev. It's just a skill yeah. that we got to learn to share. Speaking of Skillshare, Skillshare is an online learning community with thousands of inspiring classes for creative and curious people. Explore new skills, new passions, and get lost in creativity. Skillshare offers creative classes designed for real life and all the circumstances that come with it. Now, Kevin, you know I've been trying to do my thing with photography, been trying to get it on, I've been trying to take pictures. So, I mean, I hit up Skillshare, I'm learning a different skill on how to edit, take pictures, the whole thing, so I can build my YouTube page so I can get it popping in the streets. Now listen to this. We believe a strong community is essential in times of hardship. Tap into the support of fellow creatives who provide encouragement, communication, and inspiration. Drawing, writing, and journaling classes can be a great way to help manage stress, practice mindfulness, and feel connected to one another. Oh, Kev, I forgot to tell you about that. I also took their journaling class. Bro, it's lit. It helps me just kind of put all my thoughts out and kind of separate them later when I'm feeling differently. It's really, really cool. Now, listen to this. Explore your creativity and get two free months of premium membership at Skillshare.com backslash RR. That's two whole months of unlimited access to thousands of classes for free. Get started and join today by heading to Skillshare.com backslash RR. RR. That's two free months of unlimited access to thousands of classes at Skillshare.com backslash RR. R, R, R. Listen, the people in the chat are saying, I'm Molly, you're Issa. First of all, that means I'm trash because I, Molly, this season, I'm like, girl, let Issa flow. <laughs> here's what happens in adult friendships. See, and this is exactly why I think this is so important. The audience member, we have the full view of, of everything, right? We have the full um, scope. We see what Issa's, Issa's growing and she really got her stuff together for the first time, but her and Molly ain't been hanging out like that. And Molly, we like, girl, you see, you be making the same mistakes too, right? And we are our friends both in the moment, but also we know our friends past mistakes and we judge them. And we hold them to them. We hold them more to what they were 
until they consistently show us that they're changed. And that's what happened in the chat. Like, I didn't take it as I'm trying to stand with you. I took it as here go Doughboy turning something about that ain't oh, about him. I it's get it. Him. And I need wow. somebody to be like, nah, Kev. This is about I, you. I understand, but here's what you got to do. Like, the funny thing is, I didn't even read the last part of your message. Once I started you saying, I would, I would, I would. <laughs> <laughs> and, the first, and the other thing, I'm like, bro, I'm not going to be eating. Like, if I eat dinner with my family at like eight, that means with this 16, eight, I'm not going to eat till 12. I'm like, bro, I'm not going to just be doing that. No, That's dumb. and I'm not gonna. I'm just not gonna not eat dinner with my family. There's no life thing that's gonna stop me from doing that. So everything else has to be around that. But then I was like, actually, what Doughboy said at the end, if I weren't so in my own feelings, I could have listened. He was like, or you can just eat with your family, which is important to you, to eat later <laughs> in the next day. And by that point, I was like, man, that's <laughs> Right, but you don't have the full picture of my Melissa, mm -hmm. and you can't possibly send your text with all the information I have. Right. And I don't know your tone. So now I'm texting you with that, with my attitude. I'm in my feelings. You're like, nigga, I'm trying to help you. You ask me. If you don't that's, want me to say nothing, why you, you should have just texted Tony by himself. That's literally what I was thinking. But no, but it, it makes sense when you say it like that. And it's just really just communication because that's another thing that I suffer with because I've been trying to lose weight for so long. People always think I'm never serious. They're like, you're always on or you're always off. And like, I be trying to just stay serious and it'd be like frustrating me when people don't be like, he's serious this time. But I get it, man. And, and I apologize if I wasn't there for you the right no, way. No, you don't. I, I I need to apologize. I uh, Actually, I did apologize in the text last you night. You did, I, I ignored you. I was like, shut up. <laughs> yeah, I, I apologized for the record. I said, Doughboy, I'm sorry I snapped at you. And Doughboy didn't say anything. No, and then so, you started texting again this morning. I was like. <laughs> But nah, <laughs> now here's the thing, right? While, yep. while we're growing, yes. then you come into the chat like, why don't you read the docket? We've said uh, how many times I cannot read a docket that you send the day of. There's no way. There like I that. can't, I'm shooting, you, I'm shooting from nine o'clock until Rochester and Ratchet. I can't stop and do, and I, today of all days I did Dear Kev, and then I did an hour and a half of the Love Hour by myself. And then I have to immediately come and do this. So I'm like, bro, why can't you send the docket the day before? Why? You're right. You're right. And because I can have... have to have news from today. We can do news from yesterday. You don't have to send it in the middle of the night. It doesn't have to be the most of the day. So I'm like, bro, how many times I say that? Like, bro, I can't read it that day. I can't. You, and then you begin frustrating me. Like, I, but, I've but, been told and, you I can't read in, today. But in all fairness, I, and I will take that. You're right. There have been times that I sent it day of. But in the same argument, there have been times where it was sent the night before, but I get what you're saying. In that moment, I get how I felt. And it's crazy how communication is, because like I've, I've looked at it totally different That's what I'm than you just saying that. I was just like, man, this is wild. And, and we're like, watching Molly and Issa like, bro, y'all just, all y'all have to do, it, it, but okay, so perfect example. In the last episode, uh, Issa needed help with the, with the uh, uh, her, her headliner had backed out, right? right? So she calling Molly as a homegirl, like, hey, I need you. Just ask your boy. This girl, what did you do to mess it up? She's like, girl, I ain't do nothing. <laughs> well, I, and, and I, ain't gonna, I, ain't gonna, I felt a certain type of way when she hit her up, like, I'm with him right now, but I ain't going to ask him. I was like, bro, because here's the thing, though. <laughs> like, I'm not going to be on Molly's side. Yvonne is my girl. Yvonne is my girl. Molly right. is not, right? Because right. guess what? We want to root for Issa. But in their dynamic, Issa has been the one who messed up 
and Molly's always been picking her up. But also, Molly never sees her own mistakes. She only sees the mm. bad in her in her dad, in Issa, in in Dro, in uh in uh Asian Bay. I don't know that dude's uh, name on the on the show. Yeah. Uh, her boyfriend. You know what? You know what's cool about what they do too, and I know that you can appreciate this because we're currently writing a movie right now. They create the characters and they stick to them no matter what. Like Molly is like, she's like that with her dad. She's like that with her brother. Yes. She's like that with, yes. and they don't leave that frame. And it's so cool to see good. I was watching you, it yesterday. Like no, we people do that. Right. We know that we should be better, right? But you are who you are. It's that's why I always talk about heat. I just recently watched Heat back. I hadn't seen it in a long time. Mm -hmm. And I love it because Robert De Niro's character was so intent on being who he was. He had gotten away with it. He had gotten away with getting, all he had to do was let that one slight go and go to the airport. And he couldn't. He's like, I, I, I can't. This is Very who I am. In Curb, he has to say something. Most people would let small stuff go. Larry Walter White, Walter White hit a point where he could have stopped. He couldn't even spend all the money, but he was just like, I like it. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> no, but no, hold on. I have to, because I have to give props to Issa Rae for one, because this is my first time watching any of this season. Shout out to Issa. Uh, for the big boys. He had a big boy in there. Oh, yeah, like, we didn't even talk about that. Yo, we are here. Yo, I was so, as a big dude, I was like, wait, he's gonna get a sex multiples? Like that was dope. Cause big dudes don't ever get to show our body. They showed he it. No, and Bruh. we be having, when I saw him, I was like, my stomach hangs over as well. I, my stomach is big during the set. This is big, he has beautiful women. I have beautiful women. <laughs> We be getting Bro. women too, like don't trip. Don't trip, don't ever All trip. <laughs> ab dudes, I'm telling you, abs up dudes with muscles be corny because they got to get the uh, muscles because they can't get the girl. What a big dude like, bro, my smile, my game, I get the, I get the finest, the baddest. Uh, so I ain't got time to be <laughs> he, he was such a hood big dude. He was like, oh, that's dope. I was just like, bro, it's so, it's so well written. It made me realize how much I liked it. Because I, I feel like they were gone for a whole year. I feel like- No, they I, definitely took a year off last right, year. They didn't yeah. have a season. And it just And they me. came back on some fire, like, um, and they got renewed for a fifth season, uh, like two days ago. And I just love that black people at this level are being represented. There's people who are in Molly's character. Mm. Who's, like, the thing I like about it is nobody has it all the way together on that right. show. Mm -hmm. And that's how it is in life. Like. I have a lot of things going for me, but I wouldn't say I have it all together. You have a lot of things going for you. You don't have it all together. No one watching this on Patreon has it all together, and neither do Molly and Issa and Tiff and Kelly. Actually, Kelly probably, we don't get to go into her life that deep, mm -hmm. but we so we don't get to see her flaws that much. But man, I was watching this like, bro, Molly and Issa are so close to getting it right, but, but, but so far. What do you think is gonna happen this season? I like, feel like they'll- I got some predictions. Okay, go ahead. I think she's gonna get back with old boy. Oh yeah. I think her and Lawrence are gonna uh, get back Lawrence? together. Yeah. But I, but I think that I think either one or two things are gonna happen. They're gonna get together at the end of the season and just make it happen, and then we're gonna see her 
marriage maybe next season oh by the way while you're on that one line that Issa said i don't know if it's this episode or the episode before that when she was like i feel like this girl's reaping the benefit of the dude oh i, I, bro, I sat up in my seat like oof. because people oh. like the dog Issa for oh. cheating and obviously cheating is wrong mm-hmm. but bro lawrence brought nothing to the table for years Bruh. and we don't bring that up as much when we talk about Issa cheating because because i think condola was like, well, would you have left if she didn't cheat? And he was like, no, like that. That was such a that whole dynamic with that girl. It's just, I, that's the one thing I'm just like that. Just feels I don't know how much longer that girl's gonna be around, but it seems like whatever chemistry they had is kind of yeah. Dissipated. I think it, the two episodes ago it started to fizzle out, but that's what, what that. What was your other prediction? Um, that that's gonna happen, and that I feel like Molly and um and Issa are gonna separate. Um, I feel like they're gonna separate. <laughs> First episode, there was like, I don't really F with Molly like that no more. That's what I'm saying. Like, they'll come back. I think they will get to their senses because hopefully they'll have it. But this is why I wanted to talk to you about that. Sometimes in adult life, you start to lose touch with someone who was your friend that you talk to every day and it doesn't ever come back. Like, man, listen. And I think about that often. Like, bro, and my boy, and when I was in college, Every single day we chopped. He it was up. one of the original playmakers. Yes, he's still the one of the original playmakers. Well, I was about to say he's the one yeah, who yeah, started yeah. it with you, him, you, him, and Jay. Yeah, right. and me and Ant were making stuff before even me and Jay. Me and Ant did Clayton and Earl. I spent the night at Ant's house every weekend for years before I got my own place. And then when we when I moved to LA, he was moving to LA too, and so was Jay. So I was like, oh, this is gonna be the same. Like we're all moving to LA, bro. LA is a much bigger city than Tacoma. There's nowhere in Tacoma you can't get to in 20 minutes. There are plenty of places you can't get to. Bro, like Sid and and Josh, they used to live in Long Beach, bro. I can go a whole whole year without... Actually, I've been to Long Beach, and I've been in LA seven years. Mm. I've been to Long Beach like five times. Yeah, because it's so much traffic to get out there. And it's like a 45-minute drive, even if it's clear. It's like 40 miles away. So it's yeah, there, it's in the sticks. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, but me and Ant still talk on, on – uh, we have a group chat and stuff, but but that relationship has changed. Like, I got a job at All and all at uh, all Deaf, and, and he had his family. His, you know what I'm saying? Like, you How know, is that now? Is it weird when you talk to him now, somebody that was in the trenches with you, day in and day out and like has that dynamic even changed in what there is for you two to talk about no i feel like we still will be it it has changed because we used to have the playmakers videos to talk about okay you know what i'm saying so we don't do that anymore so we still talk about life and sports and stuff like that but we, we're we're cool but we're not as close anymore but what i really want to talk about is sometimes you don't even be cool with the person no more you know what i mean like yes. that is hard then you see like pictures on online you'd be like hey bro we used to be no that's the same thing that i was saying i had did a vlog about that and i was talking about relationships but you can put the same theory to to friendships it's like that always boggled me so much you can be in a relationship with somebody right talk to them every day mm-hmm. and spend everything you do is with that person and then for some reason y'all break up then you just never speak to them again and then when that happens with your friends it's like how like how do you even do that? Like, don't you miss it? Don't you be like, dang man, we used to talk all the time. Like, how are you? It's just so weird to go from every day to nothing. It's, it's we so don't weird. even talk anymore. 
We don't even know what we are. Let me let me ask you this. Do, do you feel like friends can outgrow each other as adults? Just yes. like you're just not into the same things anymore. Yes, bro. I'm telling you, like, I think we think in life every relationship is forever. And and they're not. There's some people in my life now that I didn't even know years ago. Mm -hmm. I didn't know you. I talked to you. I've been thinking about that, bro. Every like, day, at least by text every day and by phone, you know, four or five times a week. Uh, we just and, and, but, and, but we used to see each other five days a week for like eight hours for like three, four years. Yes. And now we don't. And I feel like it's 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 literally it's it's tough, man. It's tough for people to no, you know what? No, you know what's really tough that really be bothering me and keeps me up at night? Hmm. Insurance. Now, as an insurance marketplace, Policy Genius talks a lot about how unpredictable the future is. And right now, life is unpredictable and scary. Policy Genius compares quotes from the top life insurance companies in one place. It takes just a few minutes to find your best price. This doesn't just save a lot of legwork. You can save 1500 or more a year by using Policy Genius to compare life insurance policies. Now, Kev, you know I've been getting my affairs in order, trying to be a whole adult out here. I'm adulting. So I had to get my credit up, different things. I had to get life insurance. So I hit the homies up over at Policy Genius. I found I was paying way more money than I needed to be. They switched it up. I'm saving like $632 a year, thanks to Policy Genius. Ahaya. Now listen to this. Once you apply, the Policy Genius team will handle all the paperwork and red tape for free. They're in contact with the life insurance companies every day, monitoring developments and helping customers navigate every step. So if you're one of the many people looking to buy life insurance right now, but you're not sure where to start, head to policygenius.com. Policy Genius will find you the best rate and handle the process completely. You can stop worrying about life insurance and get back to breaking your own bread, adopting a furry friend, or just being a kind and considerate human being. All right. They got a new nickname alert for you in the comments. What is it? Doe Exotic. Doe Exotic. I like that. that. How did I miss that one? I like it. Oh, how about this one? New nickname alert, Doe Wayne Wade. Another good one. There that, we one just, go. that one just came out the thin air, man. There it is. All right, man. <laughs> Let's get to the rest of this docket that I prepared because I did prepare. It's a lot of stuff going on in the news. Okay. Let's talk about First of all, two things. Wendy's is telling people they can't sell hamburgers anymore because they're running out of beef. My question to you is, when did Wendy's even start selling hamburgers? I've been going there for chili and nuggets for years. I didn't even know they sold. Who is buying hamburgers from Wendy's? I oh man, I survived <laughs> off of Wendy's double stacks for my entire college. That double stack for 99 cent, man. Cause they, other places don't give you the lettuce and pickles and stuff for the 99. They don't mm. give you lettuce and cheeseburgers and stuff, but they they be selling burgers. Oh, are the, are the days of the ninety nine cent burger over? Where can you go get a ninety nine cent burger at now? Is there are those days behind us? You can get at Wendy's. Well, when they sold, oh, yeah, when they give me. So this this brings us back to the thing I was telling you back in the day, Kev. What was the thing you were telling me back in the day? With this whole Rona thing, bro, it's ruining everything. People can't get the meat. I feel like this is the first step in I the food chain breaking. I sent you an email where you were still mad at me. 
I, I read most of it. I didn't realize it was that long. Jeez, that thing was, it was I read a lot long. of it, but I was like, okay, <laughs> Jesus. By the way, they were saying in the Patreon chat that Doughboys, even his text be long, listen, you can't be that long winded <laughs> in life and not have it go into other parts of your life. It's a um, mess. Of course, Doughboy is long winded via text. He will, he will send you out this in no time. You oh, understand yeah. me? But anyway, oh, yeah. <laughs> they do this article. But no, but... Brother sent it to me. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Basically, he was saying that Hollywood is changing forever. And I was like, man, this is our time. Like, uh, Bob Johnson was saying that he built BET at a, at a moment in time where that could only have been possible. Cable was new. All these people couldn't have, there was no place for Black people to go to see themselves. And advertisers wanted to market to Black people. And he capitalized on all those and built BET to what it is. And became a billionaire. So you right having one now. of them ideas? Are you having one of them ideas right now? Yeah, Sinister Cafes! <laughs> Telling you, all these content giants need content and they cannot this this three four month um hiatus mm-hmm. that can push bro you notice when the corona started they just pushed movies back a whole year it's a lot like immediately on. like this movie ain't even gonna come out until 2021 and you right know that uh, well, go ahead finish your thought and I'll, and I'll give you a no thought. no that was it no so that's the crazy thing so now that the movie theaters are beefing with the movie studios like Universal put out the trolls and apparently they made like over a hundred million. hundred million all on on demand. And so the movie theaters was like, and the movie theaters was like, we're not putting no more Universal movies in. But I'm like, what did you want them to do? They already made the movie. And what are you going to do with the movie theater without, now if you open back up, right? And there's no, all movie theaters are open and you aren't showing the Universal movie, but your competitors are, who does that hurt? That hurt you, the movie theater. This, but how do you think Hollywood is gonna be? How do you feel like it's gonna be operating? Let me tell 20, you, how, twenty-four months from now. I feel like what was our what was our greatest weakness has become our greatest strength. We are that? small. We can do things with small crews. We don't have anybody who's big and famous, and that was a detriment at first. Now it's a success because we don't have to pay SAG wages because nobody is SAG. We don't have to, when you're union and it's a union job, you have to hire a certain amount of union people to get union stuff, union rates and all that stuff. We ain't union. We're just regular old blacks with hopes and dreams, right? <laughs> uh, we can shoot, we can turn our off, my office in there, uh, the office that we have, mm-hmm. we can turn one of those rooms into a police station and shoot it in there. We don't even have, bro, because Greg can build sets, we basically have a uh, mini soundstage. Like, I didn't even think about it until I read the article. I was like, wait a tick. Hold on, do you have a soundstage at our disposal? Those rooms, he builds those different walls. That's an office, that's a that's a jail cell. It's all that stuff. And now that stuff, wow. is, and now even Zoom, remember when we first started doing Zoom, people were like, I don't want to do Zoom. If y'all can't be together, just don't do it. This two months of watching all this stuff on Zoom, it's now you're at least used to the idea. It changed your eyes. Like now you're like, your ah, eyes. Ah. People are already streaming our podcast to their TVs. It's no different to say, hey, we got a movie now. And they're like, oh, snap. Bro, and now know- we can go put our movie up on uh, Amazon Prime or whatever, iTunes. You can buy it and stream it, Google Play. Like we are the, we are the, we are the, and because you can write movies, we know actors, we know camera people. We're, 
basically a freaking studio. We're a very small movie studio. Come on stage studios, even better yet. But Come listen to this. Have you, have you ever had this happen? Like you ever watched a movie and then like, you watching the movie and you think you have an understanding and then they show you like a montage of a bunch of stuff that happened in the movie and you'd be like, oh, I did. that's what I just had right now. So when you were just saying that, it just made me think back to all the times you were writing, you know what I'm saying, the family exchange and different movies. Like when we were learning to shoot on the dirt cheap for the fly, when you were shooting movies for 10K, then shooting movies for 60K, then learning how to shoot with a big budget for the studio. Like we were just learning everything that we needed to learn to put us in this, like me even learning to write movies and like that started off, the first thing I sent you ever was a, a script in a text, in an email, in a body of an email. So it just makes me think back to all those years. We didn't know what we were doing, but now it kind of makes sense now. Like, oh, we- this Also, be I've been thinking about this Corona. You you seen Wally, right? I have not seen Wally. That's one oh, of the, the what's the call it, I have not seen. Wally, in the movie Wally, everybody's got their own little, uh, basically hovercraft and the whole world is fat and lazy and i was walking today and i was like bro this is the beginning of wallet because we're now like we i'm gonna just stay in the house like the article was saying like you're gonna it's gonna be tough to get people to leave their house like why though before even corona like my sister-in-law when the movie theater got shot up she was like after that she was like, i never felt comfortable in a movie theater since then bro and since they've been shooting up schools i would be nervous all the every day i drop your for school i just Say a little prayer in my head, like, but I would be nervous sending my own child to school because yeah. it'd be crazy Why out there. Movies could come back. I see a lot of people saying that in the comments. Like, people will be like, because there is certain experiences of the movies that you like, and most of it is is the sound and the snacks. You know, snacks. And, snacks. Ain't no sound. Popcorn, bro. <laughs> you can make popcorn at home. That Orville Redenbacher movie butter popcorn. The snacks just taste different. The sour watermelons are more sour at the movie theater. It's just, it's all a thing, and that. Bro, I was reading that article that you was reading and they was talking about like how Disney might start buying movie theaters. I'm just like, and then they gonna only put Disney movies in there. Oh, here's want that. the thing, bro. We don't even need to worry about none of that. All we need to worry about is we have an opportunity to be a 100 or 360 degree complete studio written, directed, produced, financed, distributed all within this company. Ooh, you ready for that? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's fitting to be lit. I wanted to talk to you about this. Um, it's never a laughing matter when people are trying to abduct children and kidnap them. It's always a serious matter. But now they got monkeys out here trying to kidnap children, pulling up on motorcycles and trying to steal it. a kid. Josh, Doughboy, send it to Josh so people can see will. what we're talking about. <laughs> Wait, first of all, I got so many questions. Who hired the monkey? Where was he going to take her? Hold and on, who was going to negotiate the terms of her release? You're a monkey. You don't talk. <laughs> he really pulled up like, yeah, come on. First of all, let me show the Patreon so they can see it in real time. <laughs> Y'all ready for the weirdest video you have ever seen in your life? Here you go. First of all, why is the monkey that strong? The monkey, where did he get a motorcycle? It's a monkey on a motorcycle. You didn't go to the oh, yeah, DMV for that. Who is making motorcycles for monkeys? 
Hey, Bubbles, come over here, man. I got a good place for you to go to A to B. Get on this. Go. It's ridiculous. I've never in my life seen a, I've never seen a monkey on a motorcycle outside of a circus. And I ain't never seen a monkey. He was, an old circus. he was an old circus monkey. He's like, I got to make money. They closed the circus down due to that Rona. I, I, there's a black market for small children and I'm strong. And he is the most ambitious monkey ever. The girl was like three times his size. He's trying to drag her to a dark cave. Hey man, monkeys. <laughs> monkeys are strong, man. <laughs> monkeys be wild. Monkeys be wildin', bruh. Jeez. Monkey, he out here, he out monkey. here monkeying around during this pandemic. <laughs> that was that just lets me know that man 2020 just 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 send 2020 back this man give us our money back this was not the year now there's a killer hornet have you seen this murder hornets there's murder hornets ufos pandemics monkey kidnappers Jesus, what, <laughs> what is next I, I i've had enough i i know i just turned this let's turn this movie of 2020 oh off Bro, it don't. We would have flying cars by this time in my life. I thought we'd have flying cars by the year 2000. We have not. I don't think we're getting flying cars. I don't think we're going to see flying cars because people are just too irresponsible. What they, be, they be crashing all in the air. It would just be a mess. Let's just keep us on the ground, man. But what is your thing? With, what, so what is your what is your take on, on all of these different things happening on the streets? Did you see uh, DJ Khaled get caught up on, on Instagram? What was that? So he was just having people come on to his live. And then a girl came on there, a woman came on there and started twerking. And then he was- and Unannounced then, twerk or, or non-designed? Unannounced. And then he was acting like he didn't know how to take her off because it went off for a minute or so. But she, <laughs> it was going on. And he didn't know how to X her out? He was just like, uh, 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 my wife, my wife, my wife. Uh, but he ain't never hit that little one X. It's one X right there, Calvin. All you gotta do is press it. Why is it that hard? I don't, I'm blind, but I can see the butt, but, but I cannot see the XX. As much as he be on Instagram, I'm gonna need him to know how to operate the live feature. So, like, so. be old though, bro. Huh? Hey Siri, how old is DJ Khaled? About 42. DJ Khaled is 44 years old. He old, bro. He ain't that old. He should, nah. he should know how to do that. But bro, you think he'll he beat up DJ Khaled? Yeah. I'm nice. What about 50 Cent? I'd make it interesting. I don't know, because he used to box and he's in way better shape than me. So I, I, I'd get a hit in though. Did you ever get to... oh, I lost him. I ain't gonna put him in. Ross. Ooh. Um nah, cause he, he he's he's big and he be boxing too. I mean, I step up in there. I, I wouldn't know. That would probably be the biggest challenge of all of them, though, because he's probably closest to my actual size. You don't think you're faster than Rick Ross with the hands and the quickness? Yeah, but I think he's. I think if he lands, he's he's doing damage. That's Rick. That's that's a big. Do you think you can beat up Rick Ross? No. You think you can beat up Fifty? Mm mm. You think I, you can beat him? I, I didn't know about Ja Rule to be honest. You can't see Ja. Nah, he's kind of strong. You, you got to worry about the little scrappy types, man. He's from New York. It's a whole thing. He does have a whole thing. And that's, and that's crazy, now, too. Bow Wow, I beat the brakes off Bow Wow. I don't know, because Bow, wow, Bow wow got that probably got a little dude complex, so he probably got... I beat Mike Tyson right now on Bow Wow. Oh, you, you, seen, you, seen, you seen Mike Tyson's things, right? How are you moving like that at 53? I don't know. Obviously, I, he has forgotten nothing that he knew how to do. 
He, you would think, oh, 53, he lost a step. He looks strong. Oh, he still looked like he can still get in the ring and hurt something at any given time. You could get in the onion ring and hurt something at any time. Man, shut up, man. Side note, speaking of Ja Rule, so did you hear this whole thing, how everybody was trying to get him to battle 50 Cent? But I think people need to understand, for one, those guys had serious problems in the streets. I don't know if you can just 20 years later be like, oh, man, play your best song. So, <laughs> remember that time you tried to shoot me in the face? Oh, man, you crazy. You crazy, so, kid. But he, he, 50 Cent said, look, I won't battle Ja. Let's let's just delve into that first. If you had to go 50 Ja, who you think got more hits than that? Hits. I think 50 has more hits than Ja. But, but this is the argument a lot of people make. After that first album, Get Rich or Die Trying, he wasn't a hit-making machine like that. He no, had like he had like eight of them things on that joint, but then after that it was you know you get Magic Stick, Candy Shop, but it's not nothing. But do you think Ja has more hits? I can't think. I I, I think even after ten songs, I think I probably know more fifty songs than I would know Ja songs. How do you feel like overall about this episode? I feel okay about it. Well, this episode is sponsored by Blue Chew. Now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. Listen up. BlueChew.com. That's blue like the color blue. BlueChew brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. Now, Kev, you know the whole quarantine's got everybody in the house, so I've been in the house. I'm in a loving, faithful relationship. Man, BlueChew is everything for round two. Like, you know what I'm saying? I get to get up in there mixing it around. You know what I'm saying? And the second time, I'll be like, no, I want to go to sleep. But BlueChew be like, no, you don't. Get back in there, Tiger, and do what you got to do. Yeah, you feel me? So listen to this. Blue Chew is prescribed online by licensed physicians, so you don't have to go to the doctor's office or wait in the line at the pharmacy. And it ships right to your door in a discreet package. And right now, we've got a special deal for our listeners. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment free when you use for our special promo code RR. RR. Just pay $5 shipping. Again, that's B-L-U-E-C-H-E-W.com, promo code R-R. R-R. To try free. Blue Chew is the better, cheaper, faster choice, and we thank them for sponsoring the podcast. <sighs> okay. You really be using Blue Chew, huh? Oh, yeah. It's really effective. You don't? Oh, no. I, that, that's probably <laughs> Blue Chew. Sometimes I just eat it even if I'm not even finna smash it, so I'll just be ready if it just gets sprung up on me. Like, oh, yeah, 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 let's go, let's go, let's go, I'm in here. So, <laughs> y'all ready? So, who do you think would have won initially out of 50 and Ja? Like, off the top of your head, best you mean, like, What people have said? Yeah, well, what do you think, personally? I think Ja Rule has more songs than we give him credit for, but I think overall, um... 50 would have won. I think we we laugh at Ja now because of what 50 did to him, but Ja Rule, ja Rule had some summers where his song were on the radio a lot. He was killing. He had a he had a good he had a good run. I would definitely pick 50 though. Um out of those two. But who would you go 50 and Snoop? I would absolutely say Snoop. Snoop's just been making too much music for too long. Snoop came out. You take it 50? Tahir, Whoa! Put me on to this. I had not had this thought originally on my own. Tahir said Snoop only had one good album. Maybe Man, I slapped. I slapped Tahir for that. No. Now no. Snoop, here's your here's your Nicki Minaj thing all over again. To say uh, Snoop only has one good album. A lot. I don't know about this. I don't know about the one good album or not. 
to Tahir's point. But he said that Snoop made a lot of music, but not a lot of memorable music after that album. Nah, now, think had, of that. Take, take Doggy Style out, mm -hmm. right? The Last Meal is one of my favorite albums. So that was the last album that he did before he got off of off of Death Row. Um, the first album that he did on 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 uh, No Limit, I forgot the name of it, but it was hard. And then his Rhythm and Gangster album was hard. And then he he's so diverse, he did a whole gospel album. Yeah, that was butt though. You didn't you didn't like that gospel album? No. Really? Really. And you're really saying that you think Fifty got more hits than Snoop? I don't know. I remember this was me saying what Tahir said. Tahir introduced this. But I can, I mean, obviously off Doggy Style, there's a lot of songs off Doggy Style that you know, right? I'm looking at Snoop's songs. The ones I know that were fire were on Doggy Style. He had a couple features and stuff later. Um, I, would, I, I, would, I would debate that with him on That's Debatable, that if he was to say that he honestly believes Snoop didn't make any impactful music after his first album, I would chew him off the... I would find many holes in that theory and thesis. Your confidence is the same whether, no matter what the argument is, though. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even need to know what we argue about. I just have un unwavering belief in my ability. All right, let's see what else did we did we did we go up and not talk about here. Um, I think we. Oh, let's just talk about that before we get out of here because uh, you know I'm always repping for La Rasa. It's Cinco de Mayo. What are you doing? Are you making tacos tonight? Man, Melissa has bought every taco thing available for purchase. Really? Yes. You know what I was actually thinking about today in uh, when I was walking? I was like, there's there's people in America, white people. What? Who will tell Mexican people, go back to your country. Let's build a wall. You don't belong here. You're not here legally, this and that. And then we'll drink Mexican beer, fly Eat Mexican all the tacos, and celebrate Cinco de Mayo and not even know, or eat all the tacos and not even know what Cinco de Mayo is. And not like, can you imagine telling people go back to your country, want to build a wall, and then simultaneously celebrating their cultural holiday and not even seeing the irony in there? That's just. <laughs> That's just you know stupid. I mean? Like how but people do that every day, bro. Like I, I I I you know what I just realized? What's up? I don't have Mexican neighbors anymore. Wow. This is my first holiday without the Mexican neighbors that, that so you're not gonna hear the music, you're not gonna be able to go out and hear it and smell that carne asada. They have the carne asada soaked in beer on the grill. It's probably on there. It's about two o'clock now, 1.30. Y'all, you know, they, they ain't finna stop partying until uh, uh, Saturday night. Oh, it's man. Been... It's, just, it's just white people here. Whites, whites everywhere. Teslas and McLarens. And <laughs> I don't think I've seen a Mexican person in this neighborhood living since we moved over here. How many, have you met any of your neighbors? Do they know you? You don't be wanting to meet people? I'm not really talking to my neighbors no more. You got to walk around to each door and walk around with a tray of brownies and give each person one. Has that ever happened in your life? That happens in the movies all the time, but you ever did that? Never. never. When we were kids, we knew our neighbors, though. <laughs> well, yeah, I knew my neighbors, but they I never like came over. I had my own place. I never knew my neighbors like we did when we were kids. Why? Why do we know our neighbors? I knew my neighbors when I was young. I know I used to get on their nerves, too. I remember one time I spray painted yo on the on our neighbors. We, we lived in a duplex. And I spray painted yo on a guy's car in gray spray paint. 
And that's all we had in our garage was Greg Spray Break. They came over there like, who did this? I was like, mm -hmm. it was Greg Spray right And he never covered it up. It just said, yo, on the side of his white why truck did, forever. Why did you do that? I, was I, I did a lot of stupid things as a kid. One time I was trying to impress this girl and like date her. So I wrote her a love letter, tied it to a brick and threw it through her window. I don't know why. I just, I don't know. I was eight years old. I just thought it was a good idea. Justin Let's was go with back me. Let's the spray paint thing. <laughs> Nothing in your mind said, hey, I've spray painted this vandalism. Let me at least get rid of the spray paint. I don't know what I was. I thought that I was, I thought I had safe cover in the garage. So they were just like, man, y'all got spray paint? No. <laughs> this is, is right this? there. Yeah. Ah, you got me, man. How'd you figure it out? <laughs> I don't think I'm ever going to talk to my neighbors here. I wave to people when I walk by, but my neighbors back in my old house, I'm about to go pull up on them. Do you miss your old neighborhood? No, except that part. Dude, but you lived, in that, that you lived in that house for like five years though, right? Six. And you don't miss it. Your house be looking dumb when you move out of it. It's like your, when you go to the shoe store and you have the old pair of shoes on, and you take them off to try the new shoe on, and you look at your old shoes like these are. You don't realize how dirty those shoes were until you're trying on brand spanking new show. Have you ever put on brand new shoes in the store and then put the dirty ones in the box? Like oh, this just looks ridiculous. That's how I stole shoes when my brother forced me to steal. You stole before? Mm hmm. You stole shoes? I stole some Nike Air. You flight. stole some Stacy Adams so you can stun at church. <laughs> my brother was like, "You can't hang with us if you don't steal." I'm like, "What kind of camaraderie is this?" And I put my busted Nikes in there and I put these brand spanking new Nikes on, walk right out. The security guard was like, hey man. I was like, hey. <laughs> and I was like, well, my life's over. I'm going to jail. And then he looked up in the sky. He's like, you see the helicopter? And I was like, oh God, how do they get the helicopters on me so soon? He was like, that's crazy, huh? You thought they called a, a chopper for you? I thought it was Grand Theft Auto 5, five alarm. This dude stole a pair of Nikes. <laughs> the chopper was, first of all, way too high to be looking for me. But when, when you're doing a crime, you know you'd be looking like everybody knows what's up for everybody's looking at me personally. Do I look like a criminal? <laughs> <laughs> and I wore those shoes. I, I repeat. What kind of shoes were they? Some Nike Hyper Dunks or something like that. I don't remember exactly. I can see them, but I don't know what they're titled. But I repented, but but just kept wearing the shoes. I was like, Jesus, I'm sorry for this. Stealing. And your mom never noticed or nothing? She just... Nah, she didn't really go in my room like that. She would have noticed a lot of things happening in there that she yeah. would not have liked it. <laughs> I can't judge you, man. You know, I was still in lunches at Allstate and I was grown. I was 34 doing that. You was probably nine or 10. No, I was 16. I, I was, this is all the same. This is the same summer of crazy sex. I was just out here. You had one summer and you I just wild out. Bond, bro, I was having sex. I was stealing. You, I don't even know myself anymore. And in the next, that that rest, end of that summer is when I moved to Washington and met Melissa. Oh, then that's where you decided to turn your life around at the tender age of 16? <laughs> Man, well, Open the window to heaven. I wanted to share one last thought with you because we only got five minutes and I was texting this to you. I was going to text it. It was going to be the next thing that I would have texted you, but then you made me mad. I swore to never speak to you again. But then you texted me this morning. I was like, well, I'll talk to him. <laughs> so, so listen, this is my theory, right? I have a theory that discipline can be transferred. Once you exhibit discipline, 
It's an act that you know how to do. So yeah. when we're talking about the food thing and you say things like, I'm not disciplined, I can't buy that from you because you're very disciplined in other areas. I'm just trying to shift my discipline to other areas because I can't call myself um, undisciplined when I haven't had a drink in almost three years. And that was hard because I used to do that every day. So I am very disciplined. So it's like, well, what did I do in that thing? And the thing that, so that's so close to me. So the thing I did was every day, I just figured out like, I'm just going to fight every day. I think your thing is you figured that out with your videos and your career, but I don't know anybody who would put up a video every single day for seven years. You did that. That takes discipline. That takes dedication. And that takes an unwavering spirit to build what you want. Take that same thing to your body. And then you take it that seriously because you already have the discipline. You're just applying it to something else you do. You are disciplined, though. I just yeah. said all that. You just said nah, because you want to eat cake and fried chicken sandwiches. It's Man, just a smile. Anybody trying to hear all that? <laughs> Man, I'll, see, I'll be trying to break it down. See, <laughs> this is why we end up in these situations. This has been another great installment of Righteous and Ratchet. I've been Doughboy, and I'm trying to change. So here goes same Kev on stage. Kevin on stage. Uh, thank you guys for watching. We love you. Bye-bye.